you know the phrase don't dish it unless you can take it i have never really been great at that in my radio career i remember back in the day they'd laugh because they were like if you if we even throw like a like a pebble at you you'll, you'll throw a grenade back listen i came up with the topic back in 2009 i was not ready to hear the truth about me and my dating life and i don't even know if i'd be ready for this today honestly but imagine this question was asked about you in front of thousands and thousands of people. <laughs> Would you feel comfortable? I, I did not do well with it. Today in a moment, Kramer history. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, today is the uh, the 2nd of November. We are a daily podcast that has three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. Do you trust yourself? About what? I'm just asking you the question. Do you trust In yourself? General? To make the right decision. Um. Yeah, I do now. What, what do you mean? Well, at 70, I mean... By the, time you're, by the time you're 70, you've made a lot of bad decisions. <laughs> There's no more bad decisions to make by 70. And you've learned from them. You've kind of done it so all. So you tend to make better decisions. Nothing else you can really screw up by age 70? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> no. Not without knowing what the consequences will be. That's true. So I gave you guys this whole spiel yesterday about – Oh my God, I'm so single because my mom and I was, I was close and I always had a woman in my life and I'm discovering myself and blah, 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 right? In case you didn't listen to yesterday's episode, go back and it'll explain everything. I, I forgot to mention the other half of that. We got done recording and like three minutes afterwards, I'm like, damn it, I forgot to mention the second part, which I found was super insightful hmm. and probably 30% of why I'm single right now is the question of, do you trust yourself? And my therapist asked me this question last week, which is, do you trust yourself? Do you trust yourself to pick the right romantic partner again? And I said, absolutely not. (laughs) I absolutely do not. And that was really, that was very insightful for me. So Mm -hmm. I am, I I make big decisions. I mean, I, I, I like, Question them for a day or two, and then like I'm good, right? Like mm-hmm. coming to Baltimore, wasn't really quite sure why. Like I wasn't like it wasn't didn't really make sense. Like I didn't even know where Baltimore was in the map. You know, <laughs> you I, did I, didn't, I didn't even know what state it was in. I didn't even know. I was like, where? Where? I, I know it's a city, but like, where is that? No, I literally no idea where it was. So when my boss reached out to me and was like, hey, you know, we're looking at uh, making a morning show change in in Baltimore. I literally had to Google where the hell is Baltimore, and then. I was like, I don't know. We came out here and I was like, man, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't, I guess. Like, I, just something told I don't know me it was what like. what to expect because I know nothing about it. <laughs> for some reason, like, out of all the decisions, like, it, it just, it, I made this decision pretty quick and pretty um, securely, I guess is the right word. Hmm. And I kind of was just like, all right, well, this is it, you know, and I, and I did it and we came out here and we've been out here for, you know, two and a half years and. We, which is crazy, two and a half years. Um, and yeah. And like, I don't really know what it's doing. Like, I don't know if, I don't know if my whole life's going to be in Maryland. I don't know. I don't know if this is a stop. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, but for some reason, I know like I'm supposed to be here right now. I feel very confident in this decision. Okay. Uh-huh. So with that, like, fine. Like me, creature of habit, feel confident, can pick out things, like it, like it forever, you know, like <laughs> 
to eat the same food over and over again until I die. Ask, just ask my meal prep service. They're making millions off of me by serving <laughs> me the same 10 meals over and over and over again. You know, like my car, wanted a Jeep, got a Jeep, kept the Jeep, like the Jeep. That's it. Like, this is how I am. For some reason, here's the one thing that I think divorce really screwed me up on. And I asked this question because I'm genuinely curious how you answer it, which is, do you trust yourself to make the right decision? And what I realized is romantically, no, I don't. Hmm. I don't trust myself to do that again. I don't. Hmm. I've even seen some of the dummies that I've dated in the past. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> hmm. um, I don't. I don't trust myself to make that big of a decision ever again. And I have therapy tonight, so I'll be able to delve into it a little bit more. We kind of left off there. I don't really know what you do to trust yourself. I don't know. Like, you, you ever feel like you burn yourself, which is weird. It's like a weird thing to have to digest. Like if somebody else burns you, you can always be like, screw you. This person did me wrong. I hate them. I'll never talk to them again. But like if you if you burn yourself, mm. it's a really weird sensation. So my philosophy, I think uh, subconsciously, subconsciously is that – I don't I, – I made I made a pretty dumb mistake the first time around. Hmm. And who I married at 26 mm-hmm. was nowhere near the partner I needed at 36. Mm-hmm. So the partner that I pick at 39, mm-hmm. how do I know they're going to be anywhere near the right partner at age 49? Because what I don't want to do, honest to God, is go through this soul searching all over again. Like I'm good. I've searched, searched every corner, high and low. My soul has been searched. <laughs> There's nowhere else to search inside the soul. Mm. You know what I mean, though? Like I just don't have, I just don't have it in me again. And so I think mm-hmm. that like, I am. I don't think so. Mom, how do you feel about all that? Mm. Well. Because let's no. be honest, the partner you chose at 18. Uh-uh. It's not 17. the partner I'm married to now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. nor, nor oh, could it yeah. have been, nor could it have been uh, the right, you know, I don't know if anybody can make that decision. I think you can kind of make it well, work. We've talked God. about that before. Um, and yeah, you do, you do grow and you evolve and you change and you either have to you know, accept each other for what you are, or you have to, if you want to stay married to what would maybe not have been the right person, you have to go to therapy and figure it out. You know, how are you going to do it? I mean, yes, it's, it's great, but I wonder, I really wonder how many people choose the ideal partner. And I say that not because I've been married for 50 years, because I don't think I don't think that he would choose me, nor do I think I would choose him maybe today, right? Right. But we've both grown and, and in somewhat different directions and then we've come back together and you know, it's but it but it's been a it's been an interesting ride. Um so I don't know. I don't know. You know, but like, let's be honest. Anything. Like you, you, I mean, you can even admit that like, maybe it, it was, you know, like this, it's just, it's scary. Like it's a really scary process. Cause I guarantee you, if I met my ex-wife today, no chance in the world, I'd, I'd even like, I mean, we'd probably be friends, mm-hmm. but I, I know so much more now. Mm-hmm. Well, than I, I, think I, knew back then. I think it's our needs to 
What are our needs when when we choose to marry someone? And does this person fulfill our needs in that moment? Um, And yes, the the answer for me was yes. You know, at that point in my life and at that time, yes, he fulfilled my needs. And he fulfills my needs today. But in the middle, it was rough. It was rough Mm -hmm. because as we matured, I mean, remember, I was 19, he was 23. And as we matured, we really grew in different directions. So we had to learn to accept the other as who they are and to be okay with that in order to stay together. Mm. And I don't know, I don't know if couples can do that. I mean, or even want to do that. It's tough, man. Like, why we, why we got to do all this? You know, know what I mean? It's hard. <laughs> like, it why we got to do all this? Hard. It is really hard. I think. Why it's can't really we just hard. be happy by ourselves in our little caves and like that's it? You know. And then you hear people that have been married for seventy five years and they, you know, they knew each other in grammar school. Yeah. Lived a life of bliss. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know. So well, I just I I felt like I needed to add that part into the conversation from yesterday because yeah. it is, I think really important. Um, and I think it the makes it more challenging too, as you get older. Yeah. Why? Right, because you do know more. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. You, <laughs> you got more to risk, more. you know, you got more, more on the mm-hmm. line and you've got more um, knowledge of self and you've got more. Yeah. And you've got more stuff. You've got more stuff. You've got more like, stuff. Like there's just more stuff. I mean, I mean stuff in like any way you want to use it, right? Yes. Like when I was met my ex-wife, we had nothing. Yeah. You know, like literally, we had yeah. no. We had no house. We had no cars. We had well, we had cars, <laughs> but like, you know what I mean? Like they were both just piece of shit cars, and <laughs> nobody really had much of a career. I just started my career and mm-hmm. had nothing to lose at that point. She had nothing to. It was just like it's way. It was way easier. Right. You know now now mm-hmm. it's like damn I got stuff <laughs> I got stuff yeah. Uh, yeah, anyway. and and women your age have got a lot of stuff. Stuff, everybody's got stuff. Yeah. So I think the answer is I need to go date twenty two year olds. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think what I've taken from all of this therapy is that if I date young twenty year old women, <laughs> you'll be fine. If I go to the local college <laughs> where everybody's got nothing still, it'd be a whole lot easier than trying to date women that have stuff. So yeah. that's my takeaway for the week. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do mom tent. Uh, this is a weekly segment that we do on our show. My mom, when we first started this podcast, sent me all these articles every day. I was like, mom, come up with content. And so she would just send me articles. And I was like, no, no, just, just talk about your life. And she would just keep sending me articles. And I was like, <laughs> okay, well, I'll tell you what. Once a week, you find your favorite thing on the internet and we can give it its very own segment. And it's called Mom Tent. So, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, this week's edition of Mom Tent. Yeah. This is things kids do that their parents actually hate. So, you know, moms and dads tend to be proud of just about Are you far from the mic again? Yes. <laughs> now I'm not. I, I get so relaxed in my chair. I, I, don't, I think my mom sits across the room in, in her, in her, uh, <laughs> in my her lounge, lounge chair. chair. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think I think some days you're literally – I go back and edit. I'm like, where are you? Are you in the bathroom? <laughs> yeah. like, I, don't, I couldn't hear a word you just said. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know you what just happened. You repeat it? You just, you just got you to gotta, you gotta project. You got to – honestly, in case you don't know, these microphones are made to uh, pick up about an inch. We should be about an inch away from the microphones. Yeah. So – you, my mom sits about two feet. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mom, you forget we're like recording into into devices that have yes. to be uh yes. have to be used. Okay. Yes. So I'm sorry. So mom tent for the week. Things kids do that their parents actually hate. Where is this from? Some BuzzFeed. And what do you want to do with this? Well, I just want to see what other people hate and see if I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I so want the to article. See, and I want to see what your perspective is. The article goes into this: are parents' confessions of things they actually hate about their kids. And my mom, who has been a mom a long time now, mm-hmm. yeah, you can actually say mm-hmm. it, that. Also, and my mom doesn't hate a lot of things. Mm-mm. No, you got to remember, I don't. only Tiger King. That's really the only thing she's ever hated. Mm-hmm. That's um, right. So, would, would she also agree that she hated these things that kids did too? Okay, mm-hmm. I like it. Here mm-hmm. we go. So, here's mm-hmm. this week's edition of Montan. My 18 year old daughter shares every aspect of our lives with her friends in a group chat. I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I would hate that. I would definitely hate that. How about a, how about a son that shares every aspect of his life uh, on with on a podcast, on a radio yeah. station, a podcast, social media, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you how much his family does not like me sharing my life. It uh, causes plenty of issues. It does. Plenty of issues. It absolutely does. But I, man, I would get it. Like I, I mean, I, I come from a texting generation. Barely in high school, you know, we would text, and yeah. that's what you would do. Oh my god, blah 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 blah. blah. So, mm-hmm. but I, I could see as a parent, it might. As a kid, you just don't give a damn. You just want to like talk about everything, you know. And as you get older, <laughs> you're kind of like, I will tell no one anything. Mm-hmm. It's only mm-hmm. my secrets. Mm-hmm. Okay, my oldest daughter is eight and is extremely intelligent, which is amazing. But she considers herself superior to her peers and her siblings. And mm-hmm. honestly, probably me. It has made her quite cocky and I absolutely dread what her teens will be like. Ooh, <laughs> honey, you better. That's going to be bad. I tell you what. Well, no. you, had, you had two out of three smart kids. Um, <laughs> Academics had, was never my strong suit. It's always I a creative had, type. I had three wonderful, smart kids, but none of them were cocky. But boy, well, have I, I also, known kids. Oh. I don't know. That oh. any, were any of us really smart enough to be cocky, though? I don't know. You just weren't. Like, I like to I think obviously, you were just too kind. I was, I was pretty cocky, but not about school. Like, I was, mm. I mean, y'all, I don't know if you know this or not, but I got voted most talented. <laughs> In my yearbook yeah. for 2022. I mean, for sorry, yeah. 2002. Wow, it's yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Um, so. But you were humble about it. Mm. Well, you seemed humble at the time. Okay. Then the plan worked. I fooled them all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm right, just kidding. Exactly. Anybody got, anybody got a, a cocky kid? How does that go? Tell us a story. <laughs> 888-Kramer8. <laughs> all right. What else? Um, my 10-year-old son prefers to be dirty. I get that he's a kid, but he wants to be stinky all the time. He thinks it's funny to smell like B.O. or rotten feet and claims that it smells good to him. (laughs) I don't know where I went wrong with this child. I really hope he grows out of it. I know the closest thing I can relate to that is knowing that when you were in college, you would wear the same clothes, like, you know, several times. You I just did. pick them up off the floor. You wrote about it one time. You just pick them up off the floor and wear I wrote them about again. it. Where did, where did I write it? I don't remember. Probably don't on remember social media. What that was in, but it was like that you damn know, yeah, social media. I feel good about myself. I just get up every day and I look around and I'm not sure these clothes are clean or dirty. I just put them on. I just go out as me. 
I feel like every kid goes through a stinky phase, don't they? I think so. Like we oh, do yeah. a lot of work with kids, you know, and oh, like, yeah. especially when we go to like probably third, fourth, fifth grade or something like that. Yes. Like every kid's, every kid's stinky. Yeah. But like yeah. if your kid preferred to be stinky, I don't yeah. know if we preferred to be stinky, did we? But I'm no. sure we went through a stinky phase. Every kid's no, got to go through a stinky no, no. phase. No. This has to happen. No, but Maggie, part of life. Had, Maggie had a little friend that loved to be nasty and dirty. What do you mean? All the time. Her friend, her little friends. What, what, what does that mean? Well, he just like he just like didn't take need to take a bath. He just felt like that was a waste of time. <laughs> this is this He's is like, me. Like it's fine. I'm not dirty. <laughs> this is me. <laughs> Accept so me cute. for who I am. His mom would have none of that. <laughs> oh gosh. Um. All right. Let's do two more. Um, at nine, she's more organized than I'll ever be. It drives me nuts to be micromanaged by a child. Yeah, I wish my kids were organized. I never had that problem. Not until this day do I have that problem. When any of you visit my house, the doors are all still oh, open. Yeah. The dishes are all still wherever you leave them. It's one of the top things I like about yeah. being single is I can just... Mm. I'll, I will. I will say, like that's mm. a, one of the things I will miss about my single life when the day <laughs> is over, is I really just like to be messy mm. and to it not to matter. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm not super messy, but like, during the week, y'all, like my house kind of looks like a tornado. Friday, I'll I'll use to clean it up, mm-hmm. but like I just I just come through here like a damn Tasmanian devil, <laughs> and I don't even look back. I don't even look back to to, to you know to see the the carnage. <laughs> Like, do I make my bed? Absolutely not. I do not. Mm-hmm. Why would I make my bed when I'm just going to come home and have to get back in and, and make it? That sounds like a, a time suck. And nobody sees it anyway. Nobody sees it. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? All right. One more. All right. The entitlement mentality. We have five children and my 18-year-old thinks we should go broke to make sure she can sleep all day. And play video games all night. No, that would never, ever work for me. I mean, I'm sure we felt the same way. Entitled? I'm sure. Well, I know you did because you were all spoiled rotten. I was going to say, like, you didn't really (laughs) teach us to really appreciate things that we had. That was not a strong suit of ours. But you didn't think that, you know, you could sleep all day. Your dad would never let you sleep all day. No. No way. Uh-uh. No, Jimmy Mack was the worst type of dad. <laughs> you know the dad that makes you just wake up just to wake up and there's like literally <laughs> just no reason. it's time. Yeah, just because it's time to wake up. <laughs> it just, it, it made no sense to me. I don't remember like what time, it would it, it feel like 3 a.m. That's probably why I still wake up so damn early, like like PTSD, like shoot it out of bed, like here it comes. <laughs> but did your dad, your parents do that? Like, they just made you wake up to wake up. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. why it's Saturday? Why it's 7 a.m.? Like, what are we doing? There's no reason. <laughs> no, he wouldn't let you sleep until 9. I no. don't think 9. But no, not after that. I don't think 9. But you would Man. sleep till noon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'd go to sleep. bed at like 5. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all be waking me up at 7. I'm like, I'm tired. Like, remember as a kid? God, also, who else, who else misses kid sleep? Mm-hmm. Do you not miss kids sleep so much? I know. That really was wonderful. I mean, I and we didn't appreciate it. That. We didn't appreciate it. We did not appreciate mm-hmm. it at all. Remember you could go to bed at like 11 and wake up at like noon the next day? Yeah. 
and, and like, sleep the entire and, time. And like you wouldn't even roll over. You Mm-mm. might, you might get up to pee once. Mm-mm. But even then, for some reason, your bladder was like forty gallons. <laughs> you could hold it's it for, for for weeks if you needed to. It's true. You know, it's so I, like, true. Y'all, if I, honest to God, if I can get six hours now, mm-hmm. like my my sleep bar has fallen so low mm-hmm. that if I get six hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. That means if I go to bed by 10 and wake up at four, mm-hmm. that to me is a good night's sleep. Yeah, like that the is a best good night's sleep. sleep. Yeah. Six hours. Yeah. I That's don't what my know. sleep app says that I sleep from four to six hours of restful sleep. Uh, I didn't say it's restful. Oh. I'm just saying that's, that's how long and I'm turning. I mean, kind of low key. Okay. Oh. I'm getting this from the Mayo Clinic. Hmm. The recommended amount of sleep for a healthy adult is at least seven hours. Mm. At least. Because yeah. most hours, most nights I'm sleeping probably five hours. Most yeah. on average, I'd say. It says most people don't need more than eight mm-hmm. hours in bed. Mm. Most people don't need need more than eight hours in bed to get well rested. Mm. Go to now, bed and I get up at the same time. I stay in bed. You know that. I can Man, I just miss it. I miss that kid's sleep. That kid's sleep. Man, we didn't we didn't appreciate it. No. We could go back and just do one thing one more time. It'd just be like to have one more kid sleep. <laughs> Eleven hours, no interruptions, <laughs> nobody bothering you. Sleep through a tornado. <laughs> miss it. I miss it. It's true. All right. Let's get to our quote for today. Okay. It's from the Dalai Lama. Happiness is not something ready made. It comes from your own actions. I agree with that. I mean, we we make we make our lives what they are. And if we want to be happy and we aren't, we need to figure out why we aren't and what we can do to make it better. Because no one else is going to worry or care about <laughs> our happiness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's break that, that that down for a second. How many people do you think truly care about your happiness? I mean, like care. I'm not saying like they don't give a damn. Like we hope you are unhappy. How many people do you think really genuinely care about your happiness? What, what would you think, Mom? Like your partner, I'd say, right? A good partner would. Your partner. Your, your parents. F- your family. How? But how deep? How deep do you think your family cares? Like immediate family, right? Yeah. Like I don't, I don't well, know that like my cousins really care if I'm happy or not. Would you agree? No. Just in, no. in theory. In theory. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Like I would say, I mean, I don't even know. Do you think that your your brothers and sisters really care if you're happy or not? Yes, I do. I don't. Yeah. I, mean, I always cared about whether or not my brothers were happy. Okay. So we'll say your your immediate family cares and you, probably your partner. Do yeah. you think your kids care if you're happy or not? Well, I hope so. No, but I mean, like, do you should think they, answer they, that. <laughs> who should answer that? You. You're I mean, I don't kid. think I ever knew any different. You didn't think I was unhappy? I, I don't think you, so. But if you thought I was. Like, for unhappy. example, when you and dad separated, I didn't think about how you were feeling in that moment. Well, A, you were young. And B, that's good because we tried to make it okay. But that's the point that I'm trying to make is like, like do, do kids really care if you're like, – do they have the capacity to care if you're happy? The point is, going back to the quote, there's not a ton of people that genuinely care if you're happy. Hmm. 
They're just not. Like for example, mm-hmm. you may listen to this podcast every day, mm-hmm. and you may you may you may you may care, you may like me as a host and feel like we're friends, and I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But I don't I don't know that you necessarily think about my problems. 30 seconds after this episode's over, you know, like right. it's, it's just true. So the right. point, here's the point is that like you and only you have got to be dedicated to your happiness and maybe your immediate family mm-hmm. and your, your partner and your kids mm-hmm. possibly. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like that's, that's, a, that's 10 people or less. That's really mm-hmm. the genuinely. And do they genuinely care what you do? Mm. You know, no one, the second, like, again, if I came on here, let's just let's let's point this out as an example. So I'm, I'm going to put this in your own perspective. So mm-hmm. let's say that I came on here and I was like, okay, you know what's going to make me happy, y'all? I'm going to start doing drugs. Like I'm going to do drugs every day and a lot of drugs and totally screw my life up. And, and during the episode, you'd be like, damn, that's that's not good. But I, I think <laughs> I think genuinely, ten seconds after the podcast is over, you're going to move on with mm-hmm. your day. That's right. That's the so, whole point, isn't it? So my point is, is that like no one is really also caring what you're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should always make good decisions. Don't don't go do drugs. That's not the point of what I'm trying to say. The point right. is, is like we just we 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 genuinely don't have the capacity to care much longer than the instance that we're in for most people. Mm-hmm. If one of your mm-hmm. friends came, you said they're struggling with something. Mm-hmm. You would care in the moment, but then outside of that, you won't. So the point is like. Like make yourself happy. You are responsible. You are. All right. Guess what? You are. I'm responsible for my happiness. Nobody mm-hmm. else is. No situation, right. no person, no no relationship, no nothing. Mm-hmm. No city, no nothing. You're right. Is responsible for me being happy. Only myself. Mm-hmm. And if any of those things I just mentioned are making you unhappy, guess what? It's your responsibility to change it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is That's that, right. Did I get that right? Yeah, you <laughs> that felt that felt impactful when I was thinking of it. I don't know if it came out. <laughs> I don't. I'm not. Yeah. Trying to, I, I don't want anyone to walk away. Like nobody cares about me. It's what true is, because no one else can create your happiness. You have to do it for yourself. Yep, 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 yeah. And you have to know what you need. You have to know what you want, and you have to do what you need to do to get those things. And your happiness truly your is actions. a is a uh, very small uh, it, it, the priority of your happiness comes mm-hmm. with a very small group. So mm-hmm. you're in charge. You're the boss. Right. What are you going to do? And even the people that care, genuinely care, your family, like, you know, I care about your happiness. Sure. But honestly, can I do much about it? <laughs> I mm-hmm. mean, you could. Mm-hmm. You could pay my bills and let me mm-hmm. sleep I can't. in until 11. I mean, I can't. <laughs> no, I can't. And if I tried, that would be pretty unhealthy. I mean, Actually. I would like to sleep until 11 every day, but mm-hmm. that's just me. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, today's podcast, <laughs> today's podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp <laughs> Therapy Online. I've got another session here in just a couple of minutes. I'll come back with four days of episodes about therapy. Um, no, no, I love it. I love therapy. I love it. And I get it. Like life doesn't come with an owner's manual. None of this does. Relationships don't. Life doesn't. So when life doesn't feel like it's working for you, it's kind of normal to feel like you're getting stuck, right? But that's what therapists are here to do. They're here to help you like kind of break through some of those challenging emotions and learn productive coping skills that make the, you know, that's what makes therapy the closest thing to a guided tour of yourself than anything else it can give you, right? And there's, I mean, y'all, we all do a great job. I feel like we listen to this podcast of like really working 
with ourselves to, you know, if it's reading stuff, you know, if it's surrounding yourself with positive memes or listening to podcasts that are positive, whatever. Um, but I tell you what, man, when you actually have somebody sit down with you and your issues or just your life and help, help you break it down. Like I could never could have said, do I trust myself to pick the right partner? I could never said that. I never would have had that realization. Now, what do I do with it? I don't know. I'll mm-hmm. have to tell you after therapy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone literally deserves to feel their best. And, you know, a I, I, therapist is paid. <laughs> they, they do care while they're being paid about your happiness. <laughs> That's right. They probably don't give a damn the second they get off your call. <laughs> but hey, somebody else is in your corner there for an hour every single week. Mm-hmm. BetterHelp makes it really makes it easy to get started. So get unstuck with BetterHelp. Learn more and save 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. If you don't have cozy earth sheets on your bed, what are you waiting for? Literally, these sheets could not be any more comfortable. I love cozy earth sheets. And I will to the day I die. I want my casket to be lined in cozy earth sheets, mom. Okay. <laughs> You're going to have a casket? I mean, whatever. Okay. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Uh, just, just go with the joke. We're not, we're not really planning my funeral right now. Yeah, got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love cozy earth sheets. If you don't have these sheets, what are you waiting for? Like, I'm giving you 40% off. It's so frustrating for people that don't take advantage of this because you know what? You're going to, like, tonight, I want you to really think about it. You get in bed. I want you to be like, are these sheets the softest they could be? If you don't have cozy earth, the problem is probably not. We're not asking for a lot for you to splurge. We got a 40% off coupon, the most comfortable sheets you'll ever sleep on. Like I would get it if I was like, hey, go buy some luxury sheets right now. Go do it. But honestly, when you, <laughs> when you, I mean, it, I think at regular price, we would all have a hard time kind of being like, oh, I don't know. Can I drop this much money right now? 40% off. Y'all, these are Oprah's favorite things. They're Nancy Yancey's favorite things. And together, mm-hmm. that's like the mm-hmm. ultimate powerhouse. So. <laughs> I think we should do we should do Nancy's favorite things for December. Oh. And every way we'll give every day we'll give away one thing that my mom loves. Oh. It's kind of fun, right? Yeah. I don't know. Let me think through that. Um <laughs> anyway, so cozyearth.com, please go look at these bamboo sheets and everything else cozy, 40% off of your choice. You got different colors to match your bed suit, like bed suit, bed suite, bedroom suit. <laughs> your match, match your bedroom, match your stuff. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but anyway, cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com, cozyearth.com. Like this is that you need to go get these sheets. And if not for you, go buy them for somebody else for the holidays. For some reason, even though it's November the 2nd, we're talking about Black Friday shopping and everyone's already having Black Friday shopping. So 40% off every day with the coupon code Kramer40, Kramer40, K-R-A-M-E-R-4-0, Kramer40 at cozyearth.com. All right, so... Two, two points of, uh, of concern. Number one, we need to say hi to our certified fans. Certified fans, thank you so much. These are people that uh, contribute $6 a month to our show. We're very thankful for you, by the way. This show is not possible. So even if you're not a certified fan, just know that like these people make this show possible. And if it wasn't for them, we'd have no show. Uh, you get a bunch of perks when you join. So it kind of makes you feel like – remember like when – DVDs used to give you like extras for movies you'd love. Like it's kind of like this. You get this is the fan page, you get discounts on merch, you get exclusives, you get blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. So, mom, you know, I just realized right now this moment, I don't think we sent out a mama text this week. What? I don't think we did. So we need to send that out today. Oh, okay. Anyway. It'll happen. When you're a one man, well, when you're a 1.1 man show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
One point one. Things fall through the cracks sometimes. <laughs> anyway, but it's possible. All this is possible because certified fans. Like even the Mama text is possible because certified fans. Because literally, that's expensive. And to just spread more positivity, you're contributing to that six dollars a month. Please consider doing it. We need three people this month. Three people to either text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, or go in the show notes and join our certified fans. So we dedicate every show to one certified fan. And the day you join, you get the whole episode dedicated to you. When we don't have somebody new, though, we go back and we think somebody's been here for a while because we do have so many people all over the country mm-hmm. that are certified fans and big and supporters of our show. And that alone just means a lot to us. Today is going to be 347, 347, so more recent. Um, our surviving fan of the day is Laura B. L-A-U-R-A-B. Okay. Uh, Laura has been with us now since March of 2021. She lives in San Diego, California. Uh, Laura, that's that's amazing. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being with us. San Diego people, thanks for hanging out with us still. You know what? Like, it's been two oh, and a half years. So good. Since, well, hell, it's been almost three years since I've been off the radio there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that you guys are still showing up, God, same thing with Arizona. God, I haven't been on the radio lot. in Arizona since 2015. It means a lot. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. Some of y'all Those still hanging out with about, us. They care about your happiness. They do. I know. Mm-hmm. Those people do. Everyone else doesn't mm-hmm. care about you. Only certified right. fans care about me. So if you right. want to prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. It is a voting week for Podcast Magazine, please. We didn't do our whoop whoop. Oh, yeah. Give her a whoop whoop. Sorry. Whoop whoop to Laura B. So glad you're here. Yeah. Really appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Now, voting week, Podcast Magazine, please take a second. It's our very last. It's our, uh, we had eight today and then eight more days after this. I'm going to harass you too. And actually not even that many because we're not even going to be on next week. Not even going to be on. Mm-mm. So we only got literally four more days to harass you to vote for us for Podcast Magazine. Then we're never talking about this ever again. <laughs> We've been we've done this for two years now. Enough is enough, <laughs> right? So, but mm-hmm. come on, let's end this strong. If you would, text the word VOTE, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. You can also go in the show notes. We made it very easy. Everybody, Dante figured it out. Crack the code to automatically input certified mama's boy when you text or click the link on certified fans page. Boom. Let's see if we can stay number one for basically all year, except that one time my other podcast beat it. It seems shady though. I still think <laughs> certified mom's boy won, but whatever. Uh, please text fan uh, vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer. And just one more note again, we're not going to be on next week. So we will have no episodes next week. My mom will be in Baltimore. So I don't like to work during that time. I like to spend time with her. So we don't get a lot of time together. So, all right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. A moment in Kramer. <laughs> yes, this is a moment in Kramer history. A segment where we look back on my radio career and all the wild and wacky things we used to do back in the day. Well, if you're not familiar with don't dish it unless you can take it, let me make you this very clear what this means. Basically, don't say things unless you're ready to hear the absolute truth, okay? Like, don't make fun of people unless you're ready to get, like, just stomped on. The question was literally, this is 2009, the question was, who on the 
show would you least like to go on a date with? Is that what it was? Or, or, or would not want to go on a date with? And why? Okay. And I was expecting them to go in on Holly, my co-host, or Miguel. Uh, you can tell as this segment goes on, I'm getting more and more defensive. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be this defensive anymore. Man, back in the day, y'all could not take any kind of criticism. I did not handle it well. Listen. Question is, simple question. Who would you be scared to go on a date with uh, on this radio program? Good morning, Marissa. It's Marisa. Marisa. Yeah. How am I supposed to know that? Marisa. <laughs> good morning, Marisa. How are you, girl? I'm good. How are you? Good. Question is simple. It is, who would you be scared to go on a date with on this show? I think I would be afraid to go out with Holly. Well, why? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Holly. You just seem, I don't know, like very, very judgmental. She, very, very what? What? Judgmental. Yes, she oh. is. She's very, very judgmental. I am not. Of all people, <laughs> my new book called "If Holly's You're Worried About Judgmentalness." <laughs> oh, crane, crane over there. I don't judge. Anymore. No, uh, see, like, Ian uh, and uh, is it for the first Marisa? year on the show? All my clothes got judged every day. Some things are worth judging. Hey, listen, Marisa. <laughs> is, is it? Is it Marisa? It's Marisa. Marisa, thank you. Thank you for saying well, that. Good. I'm glad that the truth is being brought out this morning. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is unbiased. Unbiased completely. Intern okay. Mandy just texted him and said, I vote Kramer. Ah! Well, you got to get her on the phone. It doesn't count for text. It doesn't count. Okay. Good morning. Uh, good morning, Ginger. Good morning. We are going to take all kind of sexual preference out of this debate, okay? Oh, definitely, definitely. So if you, ha- if you were scared to date one person on this show, who would it be and why? It would have to be you. Now, Why? Well, you've already said that even on your interns, you're looking to bring in other personality. You'd be like critiquing every detail. Yeah. <laughs> well, he seems to be back more the laid back, just go with whatever. But Miguel would make a date fantastic. Wow. Interesting. It would be uh, it would be super, I guarantee you that. <laughs> yes. It would be, uh, It'd be fabulous. fabulous. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay. No, Agreed. That's, that's fine. And you have to take that in you have to take it in stride, man. Thank There's, you, Ginger. I, I can tell Holly's getting her feelings hurt this morning, but that's not what we're here for. That's not what we're you here for. Are, Trisha, Trisha, good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Good. Listen, um, if you would have to be, if you have to go on a date with one person, who would you be scared to go on a date with on the show? I would have to say you. Now, why? Because you're just nitpicky and you're mean to Miguel. Oh. <laughs> you are. Therefore, no. he'd probably be mean on a date. I'm not mean to Miguel. I love Miguel. <laughs> Oh. How many times have you called me portly in the last four days, sir? Yeah. Portly and jovial, though. Uh, oh. So they, they, oh, thanks. Backhanded, then. It's yeah, okay. Exactly. It's fine. Are we keeping a tally somewhere? Yeah, I'm I've got two so far. I've got... Uh, wow, I'm shocked, man. I didn't realize y'all hated me so much. Okay. Oh, they don't. Who is getting oh, their feelings go. hurt? There we go. Here we go. No feelings hurt. Good His morning, feelings going to be hurt the whole weekend. Oh, hang on. <laughs> Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. The question is is quite simple, and uh, it's who would you be scared to go on a date with? Um, you. Why? Uh, well, from listening to the show before, you seem a little OCD. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Uh, okay. Um, That's valid. <laughs> um, I just I don't know. I think Miguel would be a lot of fun, um, and I think Holly would be a lot of fun. You just seem like you'd be too. Uh, nitpicky about stuff so wow. yeah. see now and this is why we were having this debate I think that Shannon is perfect for Kramer because she is the one who can like take that nitpickiness and shove it right back in his face Ah, everyone else would just cry oh yeah. I didn't realize that we were starting to call out faults 
What? We can start if you want to. You see what you did? You guys are playing against me. You can't play. I'm this not. is unbiased. I gave of, criticisms of, for both of you. Of what you know about the show. Of what you know about the show. It's okay, unbiased. Okay, okay. There, there is no, there is no science right now. Michelle, uh, no, this is Matt. Matt, good morning. Good morning. Come on, help us out here. If you would be scared to go on a date with one person on this show, taking all kind of uh, sexuality out of it, who would it be and why? I'd say it would be Miguel. And, and I'm just saying Miguel would probably be a blast, but the phone call after in an ambient-induced state. Like, <laughs> true! <laughs> so true! You don't know what you're about to get into with that. You might have to talk about snails and porcupines and... <laughs> Good lord! That is a very valid point. Unfortunately, that's valid. Yeah, I, I've got to move on because we've got to talk to um, we got to talk to Jesse here in a second. But first, I want to talk to Jessica. Jessica, good morning. Hi, good morning. I'm going to have you solve this issue, and Jessica's going to have a final say in this. I feel like she is a wise woman. I don't even know what she's going to say. So whatever I'll Jessica says goes. Jessica, okay. Answer the question for us. Okay, um, I would have to say I'd be scared most to go on a, cra- a day with Kramer. Okay. Because I think it'd be. Um, like, I would be very judged or, you know, you'd be nitpicky with me. And I would love to go on a date with Miguel. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Wow. We'd party it up, girl. Wow. Yeah. Hey, boy, hey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so you wouldn't mind, you know, uh, Miguel Holla talking about you. your, your future the second that you uh, you go on your first date. Sure, we'll go to Vegas and get married in oh. Little White Chapel, you know. Wow. That's awesome. Girl. She, she's we'll right both, along with exactly. you. Exactly. We'll drive our U-Haul to Las Vegas. I Come like on. Jessica, man. I like her. I think she's your soulmate. <laughs> Tomorrow on our show, I have got this scammer text of all scammer texts. We talk a lot about my mom getting scammed. I got the weirdest one yesterday that I I don't even know I almost wish I would have responded back. Now, you'll never, and I wonder if anyone else has received this text. Like, where in the world was this going to go? Tomorrow on the show, we'll talk about that. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.